Let us go. Ready? Ready. Well, good morning. Welcome to Lake Park United Methodist Church on Palm Sunday service. To be honest with you, it's really not Palm Sunday service. We're pre-recording the service. Our governor and our bishop has asked us to uh, stay in place. And we will honor our leaders over us by following that order. So we're here ahead of time to pre-record this service so we would still have a Palm Sunday and also an Easter service. Uh, one of the things that I have come to realize by talking to many people in our community, some, as it seems like this virus gets worse and worse and the more orders and, and things come down, some are starting to lose hope. Let me encourage you today not to lose hope. Let me encourage others to start checking on one another, to start lifting each other up, call each other, text each other, give, us a, give each other a word of hope. And the best thing you can probably do is turn your TV off the news. Uh, during Holy Week, we will do a live stream. You'll have a live stream for me every morning and sometimes in the afternoon. Look at our Facebook feed uh, for more information on that, my page and the Lake Park page. Uh, contact us. Is it on? No. Uh, if you want, need to contact us, our uh, web address is lakeparkmethodist.org. All one word, lakeparkmethodist.org. We're here to help if you need somebody to talk to. What has the church been doing during this last couple weeks? Well, our Praying Hands ministry has served 98 people. We've served 48 people from infant to 18. From 19 to ages 19 to 64, we've served 40 and 65 plus. Uh, we have ser served 10, uh, 10 people. We need volunteers. Maybe not today, but in the near future, we're going to need volunteers. What else can we do? Pray. Pray for our country. Pray for our president, our Congress, our Senate. Pray for those families who are dealing with sick members. Uh, pray for those who are losing hope and think suicide may be the only answer, and it is not. Let us pray now before we start our worship service on Palm Sunday morning. Dear Lord, our Heavenly Father, we humble ourselves as we come. We lift up our president to you, Lord. We lift up President Trump and his staff by name. We lift up not only him, but we lift up the Congress and the Senate and the whole, the whole mess up in Washington, D.C., Lord. We lift them up and ask you to put the Holy Spirit in their hearts. Lord, we lift up the sick, those who have been affected by this virus, or those that are they're not getting, maybe getting medical care because of this virus or, and things that are going on. We lift up the families, those who are worried, those with newborn babies, or those that have uh, vulnerable people in their house, Lord, and they're worried about this. Lord, we lift them up to you, too. Lord, we lift up those who are losing hope. Don't let them lose hope. Let them turn to you and see the love you have for all of us. That when this is done, we're going to be built better and stronger. And Lord, we're going to be, we're going to be closer together. And Lord, just let us maintain the hope that you have given us through your power of your son, Jesus. And Lord, we just ask you all this. Thank you for joining us. Let us start our worship service. Amen. All right, well, welcome to Lake Park United Methodist Church. It's not morning right now. By the time this goes up, it will be, so good morning. Um, I would like to invite you that as we enter into this time of worship to just bow your heads in the name of prayer.
Dear Lord, thank you for this opportunity to gather here. It might not be live, and it might not be at the same time as everybody joins in on Sunday morning, but we just thank you for the opportunity to gather here as church leaders and just help show people that there is hope in this time of uncertainty. Lord, I pray that as we sit at home practicing social distancing and sheltering in place, that we don't use this as an excuse to distance ourselves from everybody. I pray that we use this time not to sit stagnantly in our faith, but to grow closer to you, Lord. I pray that we take this time that, although it might be by alternative means to, to disciple and get to know those around us in our community through Facebook, text messaging, phone call. Lord, you have given us this opportunity to relieve, relieve us of our distractions. And I pray that everybody is taking this time for what it truly is as a time to grow, clo to grow closer with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.
like Elijah and Jessa and Colin and Charlie Ray and even the little ones like Hallie B and John Hughes. come. He'll be up here children's time in a year or so. We're going to talk today about Palm Sunday and some things that were going on getting ready for Holy Week. And there was a parade of such like when we see the 4th of July or Christmas when we have the parade and everybody's cheering and making noises and Miss Heather's going to help me with some noise, and we're going we're gonna to cheer them in, and that's exactly what they did with Jesus that week. They brought him in, and they cheered him in, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, and they were just cheering and having a great parade. Wow, Jesus felt special. 
But we know that that as the parades come by, the noise fades, the cheering stops, and the parade ends. That's going to happen this week for Jesus. But we can celebrate because between the Sunday and the Sunday, what does happen ends the same way. We celebrated Palm Sunday. Yay, Jesus, come forth. And man, next Sunday, we're going to get to celebrate again because he's still going to come forth. Today is Palm Sunday. Today we celebrate the entry of King Jesus into Jerusalem. It was a day that marked the beginning of an incredible week. A week that he would be cheered, then arrested, tried, condemned, jeered, and crucified. But, but God, as the week comes to an end, we're going to start another week of celebration. And the story will continue next week. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, that we can cheer and we can celebrate those things that you've given us, Father. And even in the midst of mess, Lord, we can be blessed, Father, that you sent your son and he did make that walk through that parade, knowing what he was walking to, because he knew that the next Sunday would be another time to celebrate. Let us look forward to that. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right, we're going to do another hymn. Um, it is Alas and Did My Sacred Lead. Sometimes it's called Path and Cross. So sing along with us.
lesson today comes from the book of Matthew chapter 21 verses 1 through 11. Matthew chapter 21 starting at verse 1. Now when they drew near to Jerusalem they came from Bethage and the Mount of Olives then Jesus sent two disciples saying to them Go into the village opposite of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied in a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them. And immediately he will send them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, the daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming to you, lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the fowl of a donkey. So the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. And they brought the donkey and the colt, laid their clothes on them, and said to him, on them, and set him on them. And the very great multitude spread their clothes on the road, others cut down palm branches, from the trees and spread them on the road. Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! And he who comes into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? So the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Miss Tammy talked about the great parade as they were coming in. 
And it was a great, as we would call it today, a parade. But the Bible, when we read the Bible, we seem to think that it just popped out of, of nowhere. That's not so much true. On this day, the first day of the week, the high priest would have took the lamb, the lamb that's going to be sacrificed on Friday, on Good Friday we would call it. He takes the lamb, he has the lamb in his hands, and he's walking to the temple. The lamb would be tied to the altar, fed and cared for until the time of slaughter, which will be at noon on Friday. But so in this day, as he's coming to people, this was a tradition for 2,000 years. This tradition of coming and singing. They were singing the, the Hallel, the Hosanna, the Son of David. That's what's called the Hallel. It's from the Psalms 113 to 118. And they would have cut down palm branches. They would have laid their coats on the ground. It would have been a big feast. It was a big time for those early Jerusalem people, the Israelites, and they put all this stuff down. And as the priest was coming, but on this day, the king was coming. And they didn't know it. They were going along and people see Jesus and the crowd goes wild. What they were supposed to be putting down for the high priest, they turned and started putting down at the feet of the donkey of Jesus. Now that all the things that they had have symbolic meaning for the future. The donkey, a lowly animal, the king of peace would ride. After a battle or something else, the king would come in victory. He would ride when there was going to be peace in the nation. He would come back to town. He would ride in on a donkey. It's the king of victory after the battle. This, the palm branches, they symbolize goodness. They symbolize victory over the enemy. The Hallel, which was written by King David thousands of years before. See? What so many people think this is just something that happened. God had been preparing the people for 2,000 years for the entrance of their King, of their Messiah, of their Christ. Even though the people were excited today, we see on Thursday night, Friday morning, the people are the same people are screaming, crucify him, crucify him. See, here comes in. The prophets have prophesied about the Messiah coming for thousands of years. Moses talked about the, the, the Messiah coming. And they knew how he would come. All this is not new. This was all laid out in the prophecy of Isaiah. All this was done. And, and, and they knew. But when Jesus did come, when the King of Kings, when the Messiah, when the Christ, when the one that would atone totally for their sins come, most were not ready. See, nothing, nothing catches God by surprise. Nothing. He has a well laid out plan. God is still using Palm Sunday. He's using every Sunday. He's using every day of the week. Jesus today is still the king. As you've seen Miss Tammy do, we still wave our palm branches. God is still good. 
God is still, God has won the battle. I've read the end of the book, and God has won the battle. And we're still singing praises to God, regardless what's going on in our world today. We're singing praises to God because we know God is still good. God is still the king. He's still on the throne, and he's not moved by a little virus. He is still there. He still cares. He still loves. There's still hope. See, God has been preparing us for 2,000 years for this very moment. This virus didn't cause, catch Jesus by surprise. He's been preparing us to love others at the right time, at the right moment. I'm not saying Jesus caused it, no way, or God caused it. But when tragedy happens, when difficult times happen, God has been preparing us since the beginning for a moment just like this. And sadly, sadly, so many of the church, so many of churches are not ready. They were not ready for the, the help. They were not ready to love. They're not ready to just give it all. They're not ready to be there and to be the hands and feet of Christ. Problem, in most Western churches, we weren't looking for God. We were looking at our money, our bank accounts, our jobs, our houses, cars, vacations, ourselves. And we, granted, the last three or four years, we've been having great times. The economy's been good. And we've been, and we've been boasting in it. And so when something like this comes so fast and so swift, it caught us by surprise. So what do we do? Here's the question. What do we do today? God is still in control. God is still the king. He's still on the throne. The devil hasn't won. The devil hasn't got a foot on him. God still loves you. He still loves me. God is still the forgiver of sin. God is still God. Praise the Lord. If there was a crowd here, they'd say amen. So at home, everybody say amen real quick. There we go. A couple that are here. Amen. What to do? Do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? He come for a time like this. Repent and believe in the gospel. If you haven't been living your life for God, repent. And recommit yourself to God. Start li li living for God. Jesus talks about the faith of a mustard seed. How this one little mustard seed can be planted and grow into such a big tree and plant. But that mustard seed first must be planted and it must die. When you plant a seed, what's there when the plant comes? Nothing but roots of the new plant. See, for this moment in time, we must learn to plant and to die to ourselves so we can grow strong in Christ. And we must learn to do this. This is the time. we got this time. You know, on the Lent service, on the Ash Wednesday service, is so funny. I prayed, and I prayed for the whole church, and the whole church said, Amen. Lord, remove everything from us that could cause, that could hurt our relationship with you, because it's better to have you than to have all these world things. I'm not saying my prayer caused anything, but, boy, he took away the money. He took away the job. He took away the distractions. He took away shopping. He took away hunting. He took away fishing. He took away all the things that was distracting us from coming and knowing him more 
and loving him more. He's given us an opportunity to grow closer to him. See, you cannot grow to the full tree of a mustard tree and have that faith on poor soil. So how do we get the soil growing, the growing status? Number one, get into the Word of God. Not only read it, but study it. Number one, I got four number ones because they're all just as important. There's not one more important than another. Number one, we need to be in fellowship. I know it's a crazy time we can't be in the church, but we need to be in fellowship. We got social media to our benefit. Don't use social media for evil to, to spread the negativity and the hatred. Use social media to spread love and hope. Study. Man, there's a great lot of things online. The internet hasn't been taken down yet. Study. You find some good programs, study. We'll be doing a whole week service at different times. and That'll be shown soon. Uh, on the whole Holy Week, I'll have something for us every day. Where we're at in the week and what's going on. And number one, the fourth number one, it's just as important as the first one. Prayer. Believe it or not, we have a Father that's in heaven that is actually here on earth living through those who have claimed Jesus as their Lord and Savior that wants to hear from you today. He wants to hear from you. He wants to hear about our closing prayer and our prayer. He wants to hear about this prayer. He wants to talk to you. How do I pray to God? Somebody new here may be watching this. How do I pray to God? He's your friend. He's not a faraway God. He's your friend. Just as I'm talking to you, talk to God. Thank you. Amen.
us bow our heads and pray. Dear Father God, let us never lose sight that you are the king of our heart. Father, the king that rode in on that tiny little donkey, Lord, that was cheered. Lord, you're the fire in our veins, the anchor in our waves, Father, the wind in our sails. Lord, you are our hope, the hope that we rely in today, tomorrow, and all that's to come. Let us never forget. You'll never, ever let us down. And all God's people said, Amen. Thank <laughs> you.